0: Hello, this is Noah Wells with Abiding Life Studios on the road in Maryland. And today with me I have Tim and Karen Lester.
1: Hey Noah. Hi.
0: Hello. And John Kovach. Hey Noah, it's great to have you in Maryland. It's good to be here. I've been enjoying myself. Um, So guys, I had a couple questions and we can just talk about it if that's all right with you. Sounds good. I've had uh, many people, some, you know, doesn't matter, just... Couple people come up to me through my life and talk to me about this and just seeing what your guys' opinions on this mm-hmm. subject. Two subjects for you guys. Uh, one is um, some Christians say they never hear God's voice. Okay. Okay. Everyone think about that. All right. The second question is some Christians say, why did God make it so hard to hear his voice?
1: Hmm okay okay, so
0: anybody have an opinion on that or
1: Well I have, answer there's a whole bunch of thoughts that come to my mind but I guess the first thing I'd say for anybody that's doing it on the podcast this is probably gonna be a, a more than one part podcast.
0: Yeah, probably and,
1: and the only reason I'm saying that is is um, you know a, a very legitimate question and I know you're right it's it's more than a few. Christians and and people who maybe don't consider themselves Christians, yeah. who would ask that question. Yeah, and, and I've
0: even felt that way younger. Sure, in the. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You know, listen, I don't have a clue about what I'm doing here. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, in South, we used to say if somebody wasn't helping you, you'd say, hey, throw me a bone, you know, kind of a thing. So, um, um, uh, you know, certainly people have have thought and felt that before. And and so um, the first first thing I'd probably say uh, is if you're listening to the podcast, recognize we're having just an open honest dialogue about this and and, yeah. and that's what it was appealing when you said you wanted to, to ask something about this because um, it just seems like to me that a lot of times when we start having questions like this I, I certainly want to give due diligence in answering questions and looking at the scriptures and all that kind of thing yeah but it, it almost like seems like we don't even want to open our mouth until we got every answer answered perfectly and everybody right, knows everything right. and we've got it all nice and polished and, you know, I'm just a little bored with all that. Mm-hmm. I would be more than happy for us to be done with this podcast. Yeah. And one of us or 20 other people out there go, well, hey, you didn't think about this, and you didn't think about that, oh, yeah. and what about that? And uh, look, either this is going to be an ongoing dialogue, and we're we're going after Jesus together, or we're not. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there, and uh, we get done, and you go, well, you you guys are nuts. You didn't even bring up this one thing. Yeah. Rather than sitting around and thinking we're nuts, uh, how about send us <laughs> a note or something to yeah, say, hey, can... listen, could you talk about this?
0: Yeah, you can send an email to, uh, what is it, Abiding Life Studios mm-hmm. dot com, Yeah. Or at gmail.com. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so uh, that you know, that's really the only other thing. Because, you know, I admit, and I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody, but I get a little frustrated sometimes that people feel like everything just has to be. Perfectly polished, every word has to be, you know, uh, be perfectly used, and uh, listen, we'll probably say something somewhere along here that we'll probably have to kind of tweak a little and and say, well, yeah, I said this, but this is kind of what I meant, and all I'm saying, just come along with us and have the dialogue, because the truth is, there's a lot of people that are struggling to hear from the Lord, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and if this helps them out, then that'd be great. Yep. So... Uh, So that's my first thought about this whole thing. I don't know if anybody else has got something they want to start with. I've I've always got something to say, even if I don't have something
0: (laughs) Well, Well, what do you think the first, uh, what about the first question? How uh, they say uh, they never hear God's voice. You know, I've heard people come up to me and say, you know, I've been a Christian for 10, 15 years, and Uh he's never spoke to me.
1: Uh Well, you know, Karen's had a couple of thoughts about that, that she's... uh, uh, I think she's thought through. I've it. I've
2: actually had people say that to me. And so then I ask them, what have they done so far? Yeah. And they usually say, well, I've been praying and talking and talking. And so my question to them is, have you ever sat silent? Right. Because part of the definition for the spirit is communion, a conversation with God. Well, to make it a conversation, it can't be an, always a one-way
1: yeah, one-way street. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. There <laughs> we yeah. go. <laughs>
2: and so part of that is listening as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I, I think, you know, the dialogue that I would have with that person was, you know, you can make your needs known, but then to sit quietly and just have that inner feeling if that you have as a, a conversation. And I've actually have had that feeling, not knowing what to do in a situation and wanting a communion with him, and that inner voice, that inner spirit has led me. And I know that that is that inner feeling that he's answering that.
0: Yeah, and I know for myself, mm-hmm. not to interrupt you, Karen, but I've had, I know for myself, I've you know been praying about something, and I might hear an answer, but that's not the answer I want. Absolutely. Hmm. So then. <laughs> No, I, I didn't hear from the lord right. so I'm going to do the other thing because okay. that's what I want to do yeah my selfishness wants to do the other thing
2: well, yep. or, it's, or it could be out of fear
0: yeah that's or right. out of fear absolutely you know, i
2: don't i don't want to be revealed what i'm what I'm feeling or thinking or i i may not like his answer mm-hmm. because it reveals something negative in me yes. so you you hang on to i'm not really hearing from him
0: right
1: yeah well and and i i both of those things I think i i agree with you guys because you know, the truth is if I have only one answer that i want to have, at the end, of things, if I want this thing to end up a certain way, you know, I've got a vested interest in seeing the Lord hasn't 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 uh, prompted me, or mm-hmm. I don't have some sense from Him because uh, if if it's anything other than yeah the way I want it to turn out, or anything that doesn't leave me having to wonder about what's going on, which mm-hmm. would be the fear thing, you know, I, I've got to make some decisions maybe, and I'm not going to have every answer, every question answered i agree completely that you could you could have this sense that god uh hadn't answered uh for us
2: Two, you know if you look at it from the other way if you're trying to make a decision and you say you know you're praying about it and say you know god this is what i'm going to do and you feel like you don't hear from him it could be that you're doing exactly what he wants you to do because Mm -hmm. you're praying for that leading and he's all for it so Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you may feel he's silent because he's not talking to you but his silence could be that he is right in favor with what you're doing because you're praying for Mm -hmm. his guidance and you're having a heart willing to be led
1: yeah, and uh, for those of you that are listening in the in the book of John, and I'm not going to go through the whole uh, chapters, verses 1 through 21 of chapter 10 in John, uh-huh. But um, and, and people have heard a lot about sheep and the shepherd. That's the passage where Jesus says, I'm the shepherd and you're the sheep. And they've heard a lot about that. And so I'm not going to try to go through that whole teaching. But there's one thing that jumps out at me, at those particularly those 21 verses, is this. It says, Jesus is going to lead, period he's gonna lead when I'm really excited about him leading he's gonna lead when I'm not excited about him leading Mm -hmm. he's gonna lead when I don't want him to lead he's gonna lead when I'm annoyed with him he's gonna lead when I when I hate what I think he's done to me Uh, for the person that's that that has become his child he's going to lead no matter what right and that that is not He doesn't say I'm going to lead because you decided today as my child you want to cooperate. Mm -hmm. He just says I'm going to be leading you, and so one of the things that I guess I'd say for people saying I don't think I'm hearing from God, I'm not arguing with them about what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. I I know they're understanding they they're feeling like they haven't been hearing from God, but there's one thing I'd say to them in the middle of all this is if you're a child of God, if you're His. He says he's always leading, period. Mm-hmm. And if it's one of those days when you said you just hey, listen, I want what I want, you know, yeah. I, I want the answer to be this other thing over here, well, news flash. Just because you're being selfish or because you just want what you want that day, mm-hmm. doesn't mean he stops leading, which I'm really glad for because that means on any day if I show up boneheaded mm-hmm. and <laughs> I want what I want, he doesn't say, Well, hey, I'm done with you. You know he's gonna keep leading.
2: well then your failures gonna drive you to the presence of the Lord anyway Mm -hmm. so if you are going that route go ahead and do what you want to do Mm -hmm. you have a choice but again if if he is going to be leading all the way then when that doesn't work out you're gonna be back with him in his presence
1: you know one of the things that John I want to you you were talking and I don't remember exactly what you said so I just want you to kind of re-communicate what you were saying before we actually uh, went on air Um, back to the very first thing karen said about this whole idea of that sometimes we're we're just talking on so much we're praying so much we're always doing the talking uh that we're not uh we're not listening we're not we're not taking the time to listen or we just we we just
3: won't hear and you were saying a little something about distractions somehow Um, do you remember you were talking about that well i do and you know i've been sitting here because this is a difficult topic yeah, you yeah, know, thanks. for me, it's just okay, yeah. But you know, the Lord has just put just pretty much just something on my heart about okay, it, sure. and you know, I've I haven't been a follower of Jesus quite as long as the three of you have, yeah. But the one thing that He's put on my heart is that relationship with Him means that you're talking to Him and He's a part of your life all the time, mm hmm. So, just like in relationships that we have as humans with people that we're close to, I mean, if the only time that we go to someone is when we need something because things are going tough, you know, rough, you're in a bind, your back's up against the wall, you need something, you want something, so you go to them. But that's the only time you go to them. But you don't have any other relationship when things are going well? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're having uh, a good day, do you still communicate to, the, to Jesus and say, thank you, Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, and when we go in desperation, there's nothing wrong with going in desperation, mm-hmm. but when we go in desperation, often we have distractions going on. Mm-hmm. And we often in desperation want an answer immediately mm-hmm. because we're in desperation. Mm-hmm. And again, the answer will... Often come not when we wish it would be, uh-huh. particularly if we're being squeezed, if we're in desperation, uh, or if we want something so badly. And there, this, so, and the Lord will do it in His time, uh-huh. and He's always there. There's no doubt. Uh-huh. But again, often people won't, as Karen said, they won't be silent. Uh-huh. Uh, they're in a hurry. Uh-huh. They're distracted, yep. and combining that with certain maybe mm-hmm. selfish needs that they have, and they're, and they're going to the Lord because, well, Jesus, I can't do this now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray to the Lord for this. And sometimes silence is the answer, mm-hmm. you know. You, you sit back and be silent, and you're either going to hear from the Lord or maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. But in our, you know, technological lives that everyone lives and we're on the go, uh, sometimes it is just sitting back, being quiet, and opening our ears mm-hmm. and, and, and waiting and being patient for that. Yep. Yeah.
2: I think sometimes the prayer could be wrong, too. That you're praying for something that God is, if you just silent, he may guide you in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And I've had that as well, too. And then reflection back, going, he did answer the prayer. I just had phrased it wrong.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Another thought I had was uh, this, and this was just piggybacking back on a little bit. Of thing. First of all, I want to remind you something that, in Psalms 139, this is something we share with people all the time, just because it's so practical. Um, uh, it mentions three different thoughts or ideas or voices, uh, whatever words you want to use in your head. David's uh, praying, and it's pretty remarkable. And, it, and there's, I believe, the passage teaches. It's, it's chapter two uh, or chapter 139, verse two, verses eleven and twelve, and then a, a 17, verse 17. And verse 17 an absolutely incredible verse, and I really mean that in that way. It mm-hmm. says, Noah, relative to, and this goes back to the question you were asking. Sometimes it feels like God's not, I mean, I can't hear his voice. I'm not talking to him. I haven't mm-hmm. heard from him again, and so on. It says in that path, David's talking, and he says, God's thoughts to me, so God communicating to me, mm-hmm. outnumber the sands of the sea. I don't care how you look at that. That means he is he is communicating all the time. Right. And I'm not saying I get it all the time and I'm you know, don't anybody listen to this thing, what you know, Tim Lester says, he, you know, he's hearing God all the time. I'm saying David makes a pretty incredible statement when he says, God's thought to me outnumber the sands of the sea. You can't count that the sands of the sea. Mm-hmm. And so I mean God God is seeking to and, and desiring to communicate all the time so
2: he's always dropping thoughts yeah into our head
1: yeah and and i just need
2: to be silent enough to receive
1: them well absolutely and so uh you know i guess i would say relative to this question again i'm not trying to answer every single thing perfectly right i'm just saying that uh, um, uh, there can be I, I would suggest to you that there are times when we don't recognize the lord's the Lord's speaking he's talking mm-hmm. he's dropping thoughts he's communicating and so on
0: yeah yeah, and I think that goes a lot along with what John was saying mm-hmm. because he wants a relationship with mm-hmm. us. So he keeps talking to us and talking to us, just hoping
1: that we'll turn around and start talking to him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here's another thought that comes to my mind, and, I'm ag- again, this is fr- – I'm going to say right in front, this is from experience. My experience with uh, – uh, not with God, with my son, uh, my son Josh Leving. Uh, when he was four years old, uh, or really three uh, – but between three and just getting ready to turn four, uh, he climbed on everything. And we used to have this house that had real low gutters. And so it was a Saturday, and his mom was gone, and the girls, his sisters were gone. And and uh, he drug a a a ladder mm-hmm. over to the house, a little aluminum ladder. Got up on the ladder, and he was pretty short. So he's tiptoed up and got a hold of the gutters and grabbed a hold of them. And when he did, it kicked the ladder out from under him. Well, I'm watching TV, watching the game, but I had a big uh, sliding glass door, and it w- you could see with the reflection, he's hanging from the gutters. Oh, man. Well, he's super hard-headed at that time. He was just incredibly hard-headed. And he was so hard-headed, he wouldn't ask for help. So here's this little guy hanging off the gutters. Now, he's not but about three, three-and-a-half feet off the ground, and it's really soft grass under him, so he wasn't going to die. Uh, but he's hanging, and he wouldn't do a thing. And As a matter of fact, he was just swinging. And you could tell by looking at it, a look on his face, he's trying to figure out how to get out of the thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then, you know, he kind of figured it, he, he couldn't get out so, because he's trying to climb on the roof, and he couldn't get out. And he, this is what he You can hear him going very quietly, help, could use help, help, could use help. But he wasn't screaming, so there's no panic in his voice at all. Well, nothing happened, so I just went and got another glass of tea, watched the game, and watched him in the mirror. He's still hanging. Mm -hmm. And then, he got pretty desperate, and he's going, help me, help me, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. I was just eating my popcorn, drinking my tea, being the good father that I am. (laughs) And so finally, he screams enough, and he's looking desperate, and I run out there, and on purpose, I run in slow motion. You know, like you see a slow-motion thing in a football game? yeah. And he's screaming at me to come and get him. And and right as he falls, and I know he's not even going to get hurt at all. I just let him slip through my hands. (laughs) And he's crying and he's smacking at me because I didn't come running and all that. And I said, are you going to climb on the roof anymore? He said, nope. Now, if you'd have talked to Josh at that time... He'd said my dad didn't listen to me when I was calling out to him. Mm. I did. But you know, I was listening the whole way. And I made a decision as a dad, because the truth is, that day I was there and could have helped can help him if he'd have gotten on the roof. But I'm telling you, I knew there was going to be days when he was going to be getting on the roof, and the potential for him being killed was very possible, because he'd climb anything. And I knew it was time for him to get something for me that he didn't even know he needed. And that was a little lesson in reality. So I think one of the other things, and so I could just just translate that in terms of how God hears from us. I, I, I can tell you, I'm not going to go into it right now, but there's lots of stuff times in my life. I was asking for stuff from the Lord that I honestly didn't need, and I needed a whole other thing. And I was mad at him because he didn't give me the thing that I needed. And the truth is, he ended up giving me what I honestly needed. So I think one of the other answers is: I think I don't hear from God because I don't, I don't. This goes back to the very first mm-hmm. thing: I don't even like what it was, but it was absolutely essential so that I wouldn't be destroyed. Yeah, you know. So that's just another another part of the answer, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Well, it's almost unanswered prayer—a different way of phrasing yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then I I was I just had a thought when you we were talking uh, there. Sure. Um, and then you know, do you think it's the enemy is talking to us mm-hmm. or putting a thought into our heads, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, God doesn't talk to you," and I'm thinking that's my own thought, mm-hmm. and then that just puts me in another spiral of mm-hmm. God's not speaking to me. Well, mm-hmm. Satan can sound like God. Yeah, right? exactly. I sound so. like myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know? You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course you know, and then I, I get mad at God and want nothing to absolutely. do with and absolutely, and and yet it, then
1: Satan's won. Yep, he's got what he needed. He move on. Yep, and so then there's a lot of deception involved in that. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not trying. I don't have to defend God, and I have to make excuses no. for him. You ask a legitimate question on the front end. It's what sometimes we think. I've thought before. Some people have said to you. Karen certainly had that. I, John, you know, sort of alluded that you know he's wondered about some of that stuff before. Yeah. Is why is it what we think that God's God's not speaking? And so, you know, one of those things is is there's a huge amount of deception mm-hmm. that goes on. Yeah. From Satan himself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. What about somebody else? Any other thoughts you've had about this whole issue, or you you had a second question? I think there. Did we have we kind of bled over into that? Yeah, I don't or know not? if we
0: did. What was that when uh, some Christians say. Why did God make it so hard to hear his voice?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts about that or the other one? Go ahead. Well, I know
0: know I've talked to you about it, Tim, before, but when I was younger, I used to always picture, um, you know, like plexiglass, right, or something right in front of me, and God is on the other side. I can see him, but I can't hear him. Mm -hmm. So it used to always bug me. I'd go outside. I could see everything that he's made, everything that he's all about, but then I'd sit there and i heard nothing Uh so but i think that's probably just another one of satan's lies just coming to me and saying god doesn't speak to you yeah and he wants nothing to do with you yep yeah
2: i think too it runs back to a faith issue too right if he has said he is always there Mm -hmm. and we can hear his voice do you believe that yeah right so if you have been deceived many times Mm -hmm. you may not and then hence you you would say i've Mm -hmm. never heard his voice but you know faith-wise yes he is there
1: yeah well you know i want to go back to connect to that karen said something at the beginning and and what she said was true and i just remember something a story that uh, your pa told once about i use it as an illustration he says so what if we were all hungry Mm -hmm. and we said well we're gonna uh, i'm gonna buy but we're gonna use john's car and uh, we're going to send you over to get pizza. But John and I are wondering if we're ever going to get any pizza because you're a little directionally challenged. <laughs> and so we give you the money. We give you the order for the pizza. And we give you some instructions about how to go get pizza. But John says, that's never, hey, he's, he's going to be four hours. He'll never get back with the pizza. And so I give John my keys. And he sort of follows along behind you. But he doesn't want to embarrass you.
0: hmm
1: and sure enough, you take all the right turns and you get to the pizza place. And so John just turns around, comes home, pretends like he never did anything. Why? Because you did what we told you to do. Mm-hmm. The question is this Did you hear anything from John when you were going to the pizza place? And the answer is no. No. Because mm-hmm. you followed the lead that you were given to begin with. And I think the, the solution, the thing that you're your Paul was saying was this, is that, you know, the Lord is in us, and this is what Karen was referring to. Christ's life is in us. He's incredibly full of wisdom. Mm -hmm. He has incredible intelligence. And as I abide in him, as I remain connected to him, moment by moment, his life influences my thinking, influences and brings control on my emotions, and influences my deciding. And so uh, I think your pause point was this that listen, why would the Lord have to be telling you every little single step uh, if if you're yeah, you're doing it right, it, yeah, you're, yeah. it right. you're yeah. moving with him. yeah. And so again, back the reason I brought that up is this thing you were talking about the deception thing. Mm-hmm. If I have a an expectation that boy, I'm going to be hearing, all this, and there's not any silence ever, mm-hmm. and my definition is, so that means must mean I'm not hearing from God. The truth is, is a lot of times the reason we hear silence is because I'm cooperating. I'm moving with him. I'm abiding in him. I'm moving with him. And uh, he's in the everyday things that I'm doing. And, and I'm not talking about some weird way of, you know, finding an excuse to say everything I decide is right, and therefore it must be, the well, God, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm, as Karen stated, and I, I have a heart that's wanting to be led. Mm-hmm. And if I do, as long as I'm moving with Him, I'm living and breathing in Him. Yep. He's infiltrating my very being, He's holding me together, and He's moving me on to the things that I'm to do. Yeah.
2: And he'll let you know if you're not doing it correctly. Yeah,
1: yeah well, absolutely, If using the example. If you'd have gone off and we're headed off somewhere out in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, and John and I were hungry enough, John would have stopped you and said, dude, come on, let's yeah.
3: go get the pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You'd be
2: in conflict if yeah. you were completely out of the will of God.
3: Yeah, Yeah. And I just wanted to say, I mean, Christians have to be careful, too. You know, because if they're coming up with questions like, "Why does God make it so difficult?" I think we have to be careful with that, because that can also be a tale spun by the enemy. Yep. That it's God's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, He's purposely, for some devious reason, making this mm-hmm. communication difficult. Mm-hmm. Where you know, I uh, that to me isn't God's nature to uh-huh. want to make things difficult on purpose for some devious reason. So we have to be aware of that and say, you know, Satan has a role in this. He's got his dirty little hands in everything that is good and that deals with Jesus. And uh, Karen, you know, said it very clearly, you know. The enemy can take on the voice. That can be the voice that we hear, and we have to be cognizant of that and look for the cues that would identify whether it's Jesus or not and go to Jesus and ask for confirmation. Uh, you know, I, my feeling is that Satan plays a key role in sometimes Christians kind of forget that and they want to put the blame where the blame really doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. But it's the enemy trying to do anything he can to deceive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well,
1: and I want to, uh, just as a, uh, I'm presuming that everyone knows that we would buy and believe what I'm about to say, uh, but in the interest of making sure that no one misunderstands what we're saying, uh, there's an incredible... Amount of things that happen in life Mm -hmm. that we can look to the scriptures, and there's some very, very clear things that either by way of principle or inference, that if we simply uh, see them, understand them, and know them from the Scriptures. Give us a lot of direction in life, and, mm-hmm. and we and everybody sitting here in this room right now believes that. And so I don't want, so I don't want folks to hear that we got some kind of uh, everybody in here's got this big direct line, and you know the Bible's unimportant, and, and you know when it's worthless, and we get to throw, you know, throw it away, and so on. So uh, just recognize that that's true that we we do believe the scriptures and we believe that one of the ways that God can give us instruction and one of the ways that he can lead us mm-hmm. is by understanding the things that are there. But I tell you what, uh, again back to your whole point is, is what about hearing the Lord's voice or you know or I don't feel like I am or John as you were talking about retalking about the whole idea that you know I can I have have some kind of disordered view uh, and I think I'm hearing from God that I'm not and all that but um just because I know things that are true that are written down in the scriptures, mm-hmm. one doesn't mean that that I buy them. You know, I can understand them intellectually, and if you ask me about it, I say, oh, yeah, I believe that's true. But in terms of buying it for my life, I may not have bought it for my life, so that's one thing. Secondly, Jesus himself made a pretty incredible statement. Apart from the Father, the Son of Man, referring to himself, this is in the book of John, can't even do one single thing. So to be honest with you, even if I know the right thing to do according to what the Scripture would say, and even if it's a you know a direct correlation, God said do this, and, and that, that's, it, that's the situation I'm mm-hmm. wanting to hear from him right now. Okay, so I know what I'm supposed to do, but apart from Christ, I can't even do it. Mm-hmm. So the other part of this conversation comes back around is, even if I am hearing from the Lord, there has to and, and there's a particular direction he's taking me in. I do believe that he, if he reveals something to us. He, he brings a, a direction for us. We, we are in a place where we're beginning to hear his voice, mm-hmm. that he'll give us everything we need to, to be able to move in that. But I, I, sh- I should never forget that just knowing the will of God uh, does not mean that it's going to get done. <laughs> Right. Hey and and but uh, here that we we do buy and we do believe the scriptures and so on. But they are often uh, go ahead Noah.
0: Well, I was just going to add this and you know, it's I've I've had a couple of people in my life do this and I don't need to mention anybody's names or anything, but they'll come to me and say, "Hey, the Lord told me this to tell you." <laughs> okay? I'm sure you guys have heard this before. And when they tell you this, I usually get confusion. Huh. And I just recently had someone say something to me in a very confusion stuff. And I was like, what? And I just one ear and out the other. I well, didn't don't know. Don't you
2: wonder how come you didn't
0: hear that? Well, yeah, that's exactly. I <laughs> say, well, my my answer always is, well, my God's big enough. He'll tell me Absolutely. if he needs uh-huh. to know. And I've had people tell me before, oh, God told me you shouldn't go on this trip. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, well, I'm going. You know, because uh-huh. I haven't heard that, yep, so you just move on, so that's another thing you gotta be a little bit careful on because people will do that if it doesn't speak to you to that's your right. you know well, to if you your feel
2: confusion, then yeah, you know you where know confusion comes it, yes. from, it
0: comes from the enemy, yeah, so it's not God, so that's another
1: well, absolutely, and so again, I just want to remind everybody we said I said at the beginning um that this is a dialogue about mm-hmm. two really important questions and um uh, it's probably likely that you're going to go well yeah but what about this or what about that mm-hmm. or or here's a thought i have this is an ongoing dialogue yeah. because uh karen and i noah does uh, john's just beginning to do uh some of this um, we have the privilege of getting to talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. and the question about where's god's leading and what's he doing and so on mm-hmm. and hearing from the lord is a regular thing, right guys right it's Absolutely. a regular thing Absolutely. both in our own lives and other yes. people's lives and this is not a hey let's do a little 30-minute podcast uh, pull out all the scriptures that have to do with the voice of god and wham bam thank you i'm done yeah because At the very least, I've got the enemy who's looking to stir up confusion in me, Mm -hmm. distort my definitions, Mm -hmm. uh, let me believe that I have the wisdom to figure out what needs to be done and therefore have false expectations. When they aren't met, then I don't think I'm hearing from God. And I tell you what, some of the times that stuff is pretty thick. I mean, it's hard to wade through that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is not just a one-off. Ultimately... There's, as brothers and sisters in Christ, it becomes important for us to be dialoguing about this kind of thing. And, yeah. I, and I'm not saying we can't determine anything by ourselves at all. That's not even the point. But we do need each other to stir up the questions to say, "Listen, wait, uh, here, bring me back, bring me back to reality about God's voice."
0: Yeah, exactly. And I know, like I've heard from the Lord, but I still, you know. Make sure it's from the Lord and I'll call you or I'll call mm-hmm. someone and say, hey, does this sound right to you? And uh-huh. see if your spirit hears yep. it, you know, yep. as well. And that's worked really well for me.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and and those of you who are really good at memorizing scripture, some of us are, some of us aren't. I'm not one of the ones that's great at it. That's uh, exactly what Proverbs says. There's yeah. wisdom and value in many wise counselors. Mm-hmm. and uh so he, he doesn't suggest that we necessarily just operate in a, a, a vacuum about all the issues in life and um you know just relative to that um uh i've known john now for what how many years john about four, four year, About four yeah, years about four okay. now yep. you know it's got to the point now when uh he actually lives around here mm-hmm. and so when he comes up in the church and all he's gonna all he's got to do is say hey tim <laughs> I've, I, I I I've discovered I I can tell the inflection in his voice and he's not mm. he doesn't have a super thick accent. Uh he's not particularly overly loud or soft. Uh-huh. Uh I I know the sound of his voice and I've gotten used to it. And John I was I was listening very carefully when you were talking and I mean I just it brings it it brings tears to my eyes and I was just sitting here recognizing that uh when you were talking about that that if the only time we're running to talk to the Lord is when there's this crisis on. And, hey, listen, mm-hmm. if that's the only time you go, God bless you. I'm glad you're doing that. But one of the one of the cool things about talking to God on a regular mm-hmm. basis is, is I get to where I get – I recognize his voice more and more. Yes. And so in the middle of some of these confusing times mm-hmm. and some of these times when there's distortion and I have false ideas or, you know, wrong definition the way about the way thing ought to be – there's a tone to the Lord's voice in my head, and I'm not talking about some audible thing and mm-hmm. nece- necessarily kind of a thing, but, but I begin to recognize when the Lord's speaking more and more, and that only happens by having time with him. Yeah, again and again and again. and well, that's again. building
2: faith that he is going to show up Absolutely. over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. Because we talk about having an emotional concept and an intellectual concept mm-hmm. of God. We may know all of these things, and um, but if we are hung up somewhere emotionally to believe that, then whose job is it to begin to reveal that to us? Us to keep talking more and more or us to be silent and let him to be the teacher yeah. and lead us? Yeah. It's his job. Yeah, yeah. And he will do that as he has done in the past. You just need to be silent to listen.
1: Yep. Well, anything else? Anybody? Just John. I'm 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 about empty for the right now <laughs> in terms of nothing. Else yeah. No. Th-
0: thanks a lot, guys. For nah, it's
1: great. Questions. Talking for it out. Really yeah. Question. Talking yeah. it out. And
0: uh, it's always fun. And thanks again yeah. to yeah. Tim, Karen, and John. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Noah. Appreciate
3: it. Up. Always yeah. a pleasure. Noah. Thanks, thanks for, for the opportunity. Yeah. Blessings yeah. to everyone.
0: Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening. And if you need anything, materials, or something to listen to, AbidingLife.com. Thank you.